Welcome to the Dreampreneur Podcast, a space for goal guidance, tangible strategies, and positive insight. Are you lost in a mindset that keeps you from achieving your dreams? Do you wish that you knew the steps that others have taken? What if the thing that you're most passionate about came with a paycheck? We're your hosts. I'm Alexis May. And I'm Katie Brown. Tune in weekly because we're getting real about the lessons we've learned through opening our salons and turning what started out as a side hustle into a community, a brand, a lifestyle, and so much more. We're dreampreneurs. We're here to share with you the good, the imperfect, and the ugly behind the hustle. Because it's not about the end goal. It's about the steps that you take along the journey that determines the outcome. If you're ready to work hard and get real with your personal story, pull up a chair, grab some boba, and let's start working on your dreams. Hello, friends. This is going to be the last episode. The last episode of the season. So crazy. Season one has finally come, not finally, officially Officially. come to an end. Not finally. (laughs) Not finally. We are sad about it. It's bittersweet. We've been talking about it all day. This is the last episode of the season, you guys. The last. The last. And we're going to share with you the last review that we're going to share. And this is by, I have no idea how to pronounce this username, you guys. Stormy Barthamily. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. That's what's going to be. And she shared, uh, or he shared, Katie and Alexis are incredible. I feel like every episode was written to speak directly to me. They are, there are some needed gut punches, but that's what I need. These ladies speak the truth and, and encroach, encroachment, encroachment. Is that it? Encouragement? I don't know. And it's so tangible. I love listening to this podcast. 10 out of 10 recommend. Thank you so much. Sorry for my... I don't know how to pronounce words sometimes, you guys. Words That's are just hard. real. That's what my assistant says all the time. I love it. <laughs> words are hard. <laughs> words are hard sometimes. But thank you so much for sharing that. I mean, the fact that we're able to give you some of those gut punches, honestly, that kind of is really encouraging because that's what we were hoping to do, to be able to just get real with you guys. And the fact that it's coming through, that is huge to us. So thank you so much for sharing that. Your guys's reviews on our podcast have just been that encouragement because we started this out. We didn't know where this was going to go. We were hoping. Yeah. We were manifesting, <laughs> but sometimes it doesn't come across. I mean, this could have been a complete failure. And, and that would have been okay. It's just but, crazy what's been built in in the past six months because we yeah. started this project about a year ago now, looking back, we were like, we should start a podcast. Ha, and then ha, it, ha. And just one thing, you know, after the next. And it took us six months to kind of get like the back end of stuff going. Like, what is it going to be about? What's our culture? What's our vibe? How are we going to do this? What are we going to talk about? When are we going to do it? You know, all those things. And then once we started getting everything into play, like the legal stuff and everything, we basically just dove in and we set our launch date to be January 1st. And, you know, now that we're six months into the year, we, we've decided that to really bring you guys the fire and continue doing what we do. We've got to practice what we preach and take some time for ourselves. And we're doing summer vacation. Yeah, it's going to be so amazing, but we're still going to keep in touch with you guys. So that being said, if you're newer to the show and you're listening, like feel free to head on over and give us a review. And we will probably read that when we come back in the fall. So thank you so much for giving us love in this time and for all of your support and just, just, 
thank you for being a part of our community and thank you for being here. Yeah. So we love you guys. And there's like, what is there going to be like 27 or 28 episodes in total for this whole season. Mm -hmm. So if you turned in in like the later half, go back and listen to all the different episodes. I promise you there's something in it for every single episode. There's something for you there. So there's plenty of time to catch up with us and, and all of that. And you know what? When we come back in the next season, we're going to have all those new lessons that we've learned because we're constantly learning. We're going to be sharing that with you guys. And, you know, we don't know what tomorrow holds, but we do know that it's going to be a season of rest for us with this. And we can't thank you enough for allowing us to have this platform and to use this for being able to serve you guys. And we really hope that it has helped you as much as we anticipate it. And and really worked hard on for you all. So getting into today's episode, we want to bring you the fire, but we also want to leave you with what we felt was most important to share with you guys right now, because this has kind of been like a little bit of a topic of conversation. And it's just important for us to leave you guys with this last little bit, share the last little bit of our heart. And today... We're going to be talking about the hard conversations because we all know if you're listening to this, you're an entrepreneur, which means you've had multiple hard conversations, but we all know that communication is what it comes down to, to have a successful relationship in anything that's with your partnerships in business, your relationship for your love life, your, you know, employees, the people that you work with, whatever we have to have those hard conversations and they suck. <laughs> they suck Please. sometimes. We yeah. dread them. They're uncomfortable. Maybe you just got a little sweaty hearing that that's what this is going to yeah, be about. If you have a hard conversation you have to make and you've been putting it off because yeah. you're just like, oh, I don't want to deal with it. I'm telling you, I've been there and I, I'm there every single week. I mean, I feel like in the past two years, I've had more hard, hard conversations than I've ever had in my life. How about you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've yeah. had hard conversations yeah. over the course of this podcast. I mean, even just to make this decision to have a break and have the season come to an end alone, that was a hard conversation. I mean, I don't... Not really. It was like something that like we needed to bring up, but I don't feel like it was a hard conversation. It wasn't like anything upset, but it was like, Hey, this is how I'm feeling. How are you feeling? Yeah. You know? And because we luckily, Katie and I have, have been told through either podcasts or different things that we needed to have really open conversations and be receptive of each other. So that way through all of this, something doesn't get hurt, stepped on bulldozed over I've told Katie like I'm a bulldozer like I'll just take like take the situation and take control of it so we have been really making our friendship super important so that way we don't get to that really scary conversation where we're like (laughs) but sometimes it can be hard to say what you feel and what you're feeling because you don't want to let the other person down you don't want them to get upset you're not worried about them getting mad but you're afraid of disappointing them if it comes across that way so yeah I mean we're gonna teach you guys the tips and tricks that we have put into play throughout having multiple hard conversations and helping not only our friends and our families and our teams navigate through that but literally navigating ourselves through that for the past couple of years I've been doing this for a long time I'm the person that calls the family meetings (laughs) like I've been doing that through high school I was doing that I drove home from cosmetology school 
brought my family together. And I was the one freaking sitting there and delegating a family conversation. You're it's like the just, family counselor. <laughs> it's just because I need to get it done and dealt with and over with because otherwise I'm living in anxiety. I'm living in just my head. Yeah. And you know what that takes away from you guys? It takes away from your creativity, your positivity, your happiness. It takes it, away from that relationship. It does. So bad. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you have the hard conversations and it doesn't go anywhere. And then, you know, at that point, okay, well, that person's not receptive. It's time to move on. Maybe yeah. they were in your life for a season, a reason, whatever, but we're going to teach you how we've gotten through it. So first of all, let me just tell you, this still does not come easy to me. I still dread the hard conversations and when things pop up, they still affect me, but there isn't that weird confrontation that there used to be. And I think I know it's because I've done so much personal development in the past couple of years that I've realized where I'm sensitive and how I can be defensive. So it's really learning a lot about yourself, but learning a lot about other people too. But you have to know that like, you can't let it affect your entire day when one thing happens that throws you off or when you have to have one hard conversation. You can't let that be the ripple effect into the rest of your day. So by having these hard conversations and having these things, these tangible little tips that we're going to share with you guys on how to handle them, it'll make your days easier, the way that you respond better, and it'll just all around make everything a little bit more free and open communication. And I feel like after listening to this episode, we're going to be able to leave you guys with, okay, I can finally talk to this person, you know, or, or whatever. So what is the first step or one of the first tangible tips that we have? So one of the first things is don't react instantly. You Mm. need to take a minute. You need to pause. You need to take a breather. Okay. If someone comes at you and something happens or if something happens and you need to have that conversation, you need to breathe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So sometimes somebody's going to message you and you're maybe not going to agree with what they've said or what they've sent you or told you is upsetting to you. You have to know, especially if it's in a message, like you don't have to respond right away. Mm -hmm. If you're feeling upset or nervous or angry or confused or frustrated, you need to take time to think about how you're feeling and how you want to react to it before just reacting. So I think sometimes that we forget that we don't have to respond right away because everything in our world right now is just so fast. Like literally we're on one thing to the next. It's almost like if we can just scratch it off and check the box, like it'll be done and we don't have to deal with it. But that's not the case, especially for the hard conversations. You got to slow down. And you got to ask yourself, how would the highest, best version of me and the person that I want to become handle this? We get so carried away in our emotions and so wrapped up in just life in general that we forget. It's okay. We just got to take a step back and process it. And sometimes, like, I don't know about you guys, but I have my husband that I can go to for really good advice and he'll tell it to me straight. He will look at things from both both sides of the perspective, which is he's our not next biased. Point. Yes, like, he's I'm going to stand unbiased. up for you, Katie, but not that other person. If anything, he 100% plays devil's advocate, and he's yeah. like coming from the other person, Same. so we mm-hmm. can almost figure out that middle ground. Yeah. And it it reality checks me, and it takes me to like, okay, this is how this whole thing is being perceived. And sometimes, even with a client. I'll be like, oh my gosh, this person's upset. And he's like, they're not upset, babe. They're just asking you a question or they're just doing this. And I'm like, 
oh, really? So it's very interesting how as humans, we all perceive things differently, but the only way to get better at having these hard conversations, the very first step to getting better at it is to realize what you do and how you interpret things and then how the other person does as well. So it's all about perspective. Yeah. So one of the things that I would have to say is I've had a conversation with someone that's close to me this year and it was multiple conversations and it was really difficult. And I finally had to just call it in and be like, listen, we need to get on the phone. We need to talk. Like this is the interpretation. And the best way for me to share with you guys is if you have had something that has really happened with someone that you're closer to, not a client or something like that, but a friend, a family member, something like that, you need to ask them to share their perspective first. Yeah. How is it? What, what did you think happened? Or explain the scenario to me from your perspective. What I love about doing this, and let me tell you, it was a saving grace. It allowed for someone to tell me a series of events that happened, explain their emotions and what happened. And then I, I immediately pinpointed their reaction to my reaction, what my reaction was back. And it was just like, just a situation that just got it was just dumb. It was just (laughs) almost all the hard conversations kind of are. I mean, some of them need to happen and they're very deep and and all the things, but almost always it's a miscommunication, a misunderstanding. Or someone interpret, like you just said, Mm -hmm. they interpret it a certain way. And instead of going back and be like, okay, is this what you said? Please help me understand. Is this what you meant? Um, am I understanding this correctly? Starting with that is going to put you in a way better space because it allows them to come back to you instead of going, why did you do this? I can't believe I heard you said that's going to put people into immediate defense zone. Like that's what I would do. I'm very Mm -hmm. defensive Mm -hmm. of myself, of my friends, of anyone around me because I do not want to be misinterpreted. So if you came to me and you said, Hey, I just wanted to check in. Um, actually one of my friends just did this recently and she was like, Hey, did you mean this when you, when you had something happen and it was completely interpreted wrong? And I was like, no. And it really hurt my heart for her that she had kept that in for so long because it had been a couple months and it was literally nothing to do with her, something that I had, um, said out in a open space. And, um, she had thought it was pertaining to her and it wasn't. And I was so, I told her, I said, first of all, thank you so much for coming and saying something to me. And I explained the reason of what I said. And then I said, please, next time, don't hold it in. Please tell me right away. Like I let her know I am in the position where I want you to be able to come to me at any time. And Katie, you and I have had this conversation. Like at any time, I need you to know that you can talk to me. I want you to talk to me because then I felt sick the rest of the day that she spent that long sitting on that. Mm -hmm. And it was completely nothing that I have ever intended. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Obviously, I'm not going to share with you guys because it's private, but it just like I felt so bad that she thought something different. So, But you just never know what other people are thinking. And it's it's wild how – little tiny things can be misinterpreted so easily and it can be totally misconstrued. So, and it's not anyone's fault. Like that situation was not anyone's fault. It usually never is. Yeah. Yeah. Then there are times where it is someone's fault. Mm -hmm. 
And there's times where it's your fault. Uh huh. And you've got to own it. And yeah. you, you, that's how you have the hard conversations is when you can take that step back. Almost always you're going to have to take a step back and be like, okay, what just happened here? There's two things. <laughs> you need to be able to take the breather to start the conversation uh-huh. or you need to take a breather and have someone be able to come to you with a conversation. Mm-hmm. Both ways. Yeah. There's three sides to every story. Yeah. So there's your side. There's their side. And there's what actually happened. And there's the truth somewhere in the middle, yeah. usually. But not everyone perceives the same thing. Yeah. And this goes back, like if you listen to our Enneagram episodes, if you have people in your life that you have the hard conversations that you you want to have with them, try to figure out what their Enneagram number is. Yes. So then that way you can figure out what's the best way to communicate with them. That's why those tests are so much fun. And they're so helpful and resourceful is because we're able to talk to people at a way that they're going to be able to understand and know that you're not coming from a, a negative or hurtful place. And if you did, you know how you hurt that person because of what they are. Like I know Katie's seven so well. I would tell you that I probably know threes and sevens like really well. And it's just because I'm in constant communication with you and mm-hmm. we're very close. So for me, I look up those things. Anytime that there's like a, how does a three and a seven? And I'm like, let's read it. It's my friend. (laughs) So it's just, it's just one of those things. And I know that you're like a three and a seven Mm -hmm. somewhere in all of that, whatever that is. I'm a perfect tie down the middle. (laughs) But it helps for me to know both of those sides. I mean, you guys, I've gone through leaving a toxic salon. (sighs) Talk about a conversation. I've gone through leaving a good salon. Terrified of that conversation. We shared about switching salons in the past episode, but I'm terrified of that situation. And thankfully that person was so gracious with me. I've gone through helping motivate people, uh, financial reality with my husband. That one's real fun. Um, family, friends, all those different things. Yeah. I mean, there's so many, <laughs> if you're an entrepreneur, if you have a team, if you have if you, you live if with someone, really, yeah, if you have a roommate, like yeah. there's so many situations as a hairstylist that I just see throughout the week where people have confrontation and they don't know how to handle it. And really what it comes down to is knowing yourself and then, you know, kind of anticipating how the person is going to respond, honestly. So that's that next key point mm-hmm. is to look at it from their perspective. Yeah. So <clears throat> yeah, you like it's it's definitely hard and Katie's some... putting her hands on her face right now because <laughs> it is hard. It like, is hard. It's hard because everybody perceives things yes. differently. And even if you don't want it to be perceived that it's way. It's kind of like when you're going through a, going through a breakup and you just don't see eye to eye on things. Yeah. It's like how do you meet with someone in the middle? You you don't really. You just kind of take a step back and you're like, "Okay, like obviously we're we're going to agree to disagree yeah. and we're going to move on." And sometimes it happens that way. But what we're encouraging you guys to do is have the hard conversations with your friends, with your family, with your partners. So that way you can make your life better and clear up more time for creativity and love. And that leads into our next, what? But actually I did did want to share something. (laughs) If you have someone that you know that is going to be defensive or that you know is going to respond Mm -hmm. a certain way, you need to pre-plan. If you're the person going to them having a conversation, you need to pre-plan how best you can approach that situation so you can diffuse Mm -hmm. any hostility, any defensiveness and come at it from a creatively genuine perspective 
of being like, listen, this is what's going on. and We need to clear this up. I want to clear this up with you because obviously if you care about that person, if you care about that relationship, this is why you're going to have those hard conversations because mm-hmm. it's worth it to you. Yeah. That person's worth it to you. So anticipate that conversation. One of the hard conversations that I had that I mentioned earlier, I already knew how that person was going to respond to me. I prepared for it. I thought of the best way I could do it. Asked them to get on a phone call and tried to walk into it to where we could salvage so that it wasn't going to be something that ended up in disaster. Because I know me and I know that I'm a very blunt, very open and very, I mean, honestly, it's like, well, this is how it was type of a person, which isn't always the best quality, but I know that that's me. So I needed to know how she was going to respond to me so I can anticipate the best way to go into that conversation. So it could be diffused. That's the whole goal of having these conversations, of having the hard conversations so that you can move past it. Mm-hmm. So that you can keep that relationship with that person, move past it, and be friends, be, geez, mother and daughter, husband and wife, Sisters, best friends, brother co-workers. And yeah. yeah. Think about all the fights that you had with your siblings. If you don't have siblings, then maybe a cousin or a best friend. But like, think about all the fights you had with your siblings growing up and how close you guys are today. It's because you were forced to get through all the BS. Yeah. Like your parents sat you down and they were like, you're going to work this out. And they locked you in a room and you had to figure it out. Like I was just watching the show Outer Banks. Um, oh, it's so good. I know. And like the two girls get into a biff and they basically leave them on a yacht to figure it out. And I was like, overnight. Dang. Yeah. They overnight. put these chicks out in the water and they're like, peace out. Like that is what, I mean, how can you not squash the beef with somebody if you're stranded yeah. on a boat with them in the middle of the water, you know? And in that conversation, One girl thought another girl did something and another girl did something to her because of what she thought. And then both the chicks were basically lying. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it was just a huge miscommunication. Yeah. But think about how strong those two girls, if this was reality, how strong they'd be after that. And like their bond is going to be unlike any other. And that's the thing is sometimes when I've gotten into biffs with my girlfriends, I will tell them. I want you to know I love you. You're like a sister to me. And that's why I'm bringing this up. It's not because I want to hurt you or because I'm out to get you. It's because your relationship means something to me. And that's why I'm choosing to have this hard conversation is because I want us to grow from this and get better from this. And if you don't, you're going to hold that in. You're either going to be bitter. You're going to be resentful. You're going to be upset. You're going to treat them differently. And that's not fair to either one of you. And they're going to feel that. You can yeah. feel the energy in, in a oh, I've, relationship. I've felt it before. It's like and in your relationship. Yeah. You know, when you're mad at them, they're like, what's going on? And they're like, nothing. It's just because, you know, you're, yeah. they can feel that. That's like when your husband asks you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was talking it's about. It's a typical <laughs> female, male thing where your husband's like, what's wrong? And you're like, nothing. Nothing's wrong. Why don't you just figure it out? Yeah. <laughs> and like, they can read our minds. Like, they're... They have telepathy and... Well, I mean, uh, we probably are putting it out there that we're not happy either. Oh, I 100% do. My husband, he'll be like, what's wrong, Picking up the sign. (laughs) Talk to you! (laughs) But he's Uh, picking up on, you know, your perspective and the way that you're seeing this situation and he wants to make it better. So another... the, uh, The other way that we want you to look at this situation is that, I mean, first of all, if you're going to confront somebody... This isn't first of all. This is like fifth of all, right? But this if you're is gonna, like last of all. Yeah. If you're going to confront somebody, 
Make sure it's in a time where they can respond to you. Choose a time where you can respond to them. Don't initiate a conversation via text or phone call if you don't have the time to put into it. And make sure they're in a good place to like take that call. Do not do this over text. Okay. Depending on the level of hard conversation. Yeah. Depending on the level of it, you need to get on the phone with this person or you need to be in person with this person. Do not do it over text because you cannot understand the emotion over text. I don't even care if you use emojis all of the time. You need to have, if you're having an actual conversation on the phone or in person, in person's best, but if you can't do it in person over the phone. Unless it's a client situation, then text is okay because sometimes you really need time to think about what you want to say. And that's like the best part about texting and like messaging now is we can really write out the things and have it. Yes. Professional. It, it, it can be professional. It can be um, balanced. It takes emotion out, which is sometimes helpful. Especially client Professional situations. situations. Yes. Yeah. So for me, sometimes if I get, you know, a nasty text or something and you're probably like, what? You're so awesome at hair. How do you get nasty text messages? <laughs> it happens. It happens. I we get them too. says it about herself. <laughs> oh, you're so awesome. <laughs> well, I think I that sometimes you. people have this unrealistic expectation of, hairstylists that are like have their just own salon, because you're nice really good. that you're not gonna get yeah no it's like oh whatever that's if anything so if you're nice true. people take advantage of you yes. more sometimes but that's why we're saying you have to have the hard conversations you can't let people take advantage of you you can't let people walk all over you and you have to understand it from their perspective and meet somewhere in the middle and be respectful and all the things so you've taken your time you are thinking about what it is that you want to say. You're respectful of the other person and their time. You have time to respond to them. You've gone through all the things, but now before you really respond and as you're making your response, we want you guys to check in with yourself and ask yourself, are you doing this out of love? Is this coming from the highest, best part of you? Is this coming from a place of like true love and respect? And if it's not, you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself because you're going to wreck yourself. You're going to wreck this relationship. You need to do everything that you do out of love because not only is that going to cover you and make you feel way better about the situation, but you're going to have this like, if it doesn't go the way that you want it to go, if the conversation doesn't go the way you want it to go, you're going to feel so much lighter knowing that you weren't a jerk or you weren't a butthead. That you handled yourself. <laughs> correctly professionally in the way that you would want to be handled yourself I mean that's where that's where it goes exactly treat others the way that you want to be treated and even if they don't deserve it you guys even if they did something really awful be that bigger person because I promise you you're going to feel a thousand times better about the situation and you're going to have so much peace with it when you come from a place of love there are certain times where I'll get into a full-blown text battle biff with somebody and It's not me being like, well, you did this and you did that. It's like, I'm here for you. I understand what you're saying. However, I do not agree. You know, it's, it's very level headed. And the best part about it is because I acted out of love, I don't have any guilt or shame or I don't have any because Negative. what happens then is after you're replaying everything in your head. Yeah, and you think, oh, I should have said this. And oh, then I you're justifying that. yourself mm-hmm. of what you did or what you said. And if you're in that spot, you probably didn't handle it properly. And you didn't take enough time to handle it yeah. properly. And in that case, you need to take a little bit more time 
and figure out what you did wrong so you can own up to that person and make it right. Because for the rest of your life, you're going to have that guilt and that shame and that obligation around the situation. And you don't want to have beef. I mean, how awkward is it when you go to a baby shower or a wedding or you go and to you, your work or yeah, to your work or to the grocery store and you run into that client that you had beef with? You know what I mean? If you can, awesome. not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody's going to agree with you. I mean, there's clients that I've loved and we've had to agree to disagree. And there's yeah. friends that I've loved and we've had to agree to disagree. And remember, if you aren't coming from a place of love, and you're coming from a place of anger, frustration, whatever it is. Trying to just get your point across. You, Your words cannot be erased once they've mm-hmm. been said. So what you put out there is done, yeah. okay? Throughout this whole quarantine, COVID, crazy situation, there were some clients that said things to me that cannot be taken back. There's some things that I heard about that cannot be taken back. Do I forgive it? Yeah, sure. But I will always remember. You will always remember the things that people say to you. Well, you'll always remember the way they make you feel. Yeah. You might not remember all the words. Exactly word for word. But you're going to remember the way they make you feel. Yep. You will remember that. And you you just want to be careful with those words because you can't come back from that. You can say, I didn't mean it, but that doesn't mean anything. (laughs) Yeah, no. That means you made a mistake. That's what that means. And you can say that. You can own up to it. The more you own up to it, you know, like- It's not about pride. It's just about making, doing it out of love. And when you do all things out of love, you won't have that regret. And when you do all things out of love, you'll likely see yourself having less hard conversations Mm -hmm. that it'll be easier for you to have the conversations because you're telling them, Hey, I'm coming to you out of love. I mean, we just had to do this with a good friend of ours yesterday. We had to come out of a place of love. And it was completely out of place love. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. Really hardcore love. <laughs> and we just say that over and over and over and over. All these things that we do are for love. This podcast is because we have so much love to give all of you. And that's what that's what we created it for. And we want to spread that message. Just just be loving and be kind. Friend. I am so glad that we haven't had to have hard conversations because I feel like too, for those of you guys who are listening and you guys have a bestie, like Katie and I have started with that open dialogue with being able to talk to each other. And like, I literally have never had to have like anything in my head because we talk about everything and we treat each other with respect. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate that in a friendship. I appreciate that in our friendship too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can't believe it. But guys, the episode has officially come to an end. That's all That's all the fire that we got. The fire is starting to simmer down over here. But we hope that <laughs> this just goes with you. It helps in whatever way that it can. And we so appreciate you guys. We cannot wait to come. I can't. I just can't wait already <laughs> to come back in the fall. <laughs> it's going to be so fun. We hope you guys enjoy your summer. We will see you guys on the gram. Yeah, keep up with us. Keep in touch with us on Instagram. We would love that. <laughs> you guys take care. We'll see you in the fall.